Hey girl, you're about to hear a preview of my brand new podcast, Could I Get in Your Pantry? Each episode, my guests and I will discuss the two most important things in life, food and sex. New episodes drop every Monday on all major podcast apps. So be sure to like Could I Get in Your Pantry on Facebook and follow at Pantry Podcasts on Instagram for exclusive behind-the-scenes footage. Without further ado, Could I Get in Your Pantry? It was just like... It was, it was Where in Italy was he from? I don't know if we got that. Okay. The conversation. And now, now he is missing, correct? So that's okay. <laughs> so that's the that's the tea though. Okay. This is the twist. Hey girl, I'm America's sweetheart and food obsessed junkie, Joey Camasta. They say the quickest way to a loved one's heart is through food. So each week, my guests and I are going to share a spicy hookup story and the meal that was involved. We're going to recreate the dish and the date. Things are going to get hot in here, girl. My guest is Adam Tabalea. Adam is the creative force behind the wildly successful My Gay Bartender on TikTok and Instagram. Hey, queens. Beep, 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 beep. Okay, Adam, so could I get in your pantry? I mean, it might be a little bit dusty, but let's All do right, it. Girl. Okay, Adam, thank you for coming over on such short notice. Of course. I'm always I here. do apologize for the air conditioning not being on. One, because our producer, Blair Marie, <clears throat> um, won't let me have it on because she thinks we're um, Steven Spielberg with these with this fucking <laughs> microphones. I hate you. But thank God, um, Adam did come over with some Aperol Marie spritzes and Chris. Sure. So cheers to you, Mama. Thank cheers, you for honey. coming. Thank you for having me. Of course. So we are um, sitting in the couch. I'm fully nude. Um, Adam is wearing a negligee. I am. Rhinestone encrusted, actually. So um, this is the first time meeting you, and I, I've, I've been, I saw you on Instagram before and I'm obsessed with TikTok. Yes. Um, tell us a little about yourself. Are you are you a native, are you a New Yorker now? I'm I'm a New Yorker now. I'm a native Californian, Northern California. What is that? What do they call that? A, a, a transplant? Uh, yeah, we could go with that. Okay. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I feel like definitely I moved to New York City and all of a sudden everything kind of fell into place. Like I always felt like I was moving two steps faster than everybody around mm. me, and then I got to New York and I was like. Here we go. This is the pace that I live now, at. Now, did you ever get caught up in any um, East Coast, West Coast gang battles? Um, not really any gang battles. It's been a pretty peaceful transition of power. So, but, but, but both of our attire, I'm assuming you're a crypt. Uh, um, I'm, I mean, I am wearing blue. Wait, so. I am too. But is crypt mean L.A. and blood means New York? Or is there a difference? Oh, God, I don't know. I think I feel like they're everywhere. Aren't Girls, they? if there's any gang members in the, in, the, on the, in the chat, make sure to sound off below. We'd like to find out what you think. But yeah, so when did you move here from Cali? So I moved here eight years ago. Oh, oh yeah. A seasoned queen. A seasoned queen, yeah. So she's been here for a little while. I think 10 years is the official, like, you're a New yeah. Yorker sort of situation. So we're, we're gaining on that one quickly. Um, what made you come here? What made me come here? Yeah. Well, you know, she's a theater queen through okay. and through, honey. So uh, it only and those, got that missed. regional cinema over in the in the Castro wasn't cutting it. Uh, it just it really wasn't. Yeah. I mean, I had a great time. I, I did work a lot, like regionally and professionally in the Bay Area, but it just got to a certain point where I was like ready to make the leap. Mostly theater. Mostly theater, but I like we like you had brought up with TikTok have kind of translated yes. some of that into uh, digital content, video, etc. Yeah. So that's been. Um, Kind of a fun <laughs> product of the pandemic, if you will. Yes, I remember that. So now you're living in New York, and yes. pre-pandemic, you were going, you were dancing on Broadway. Pre-Rona, Prince, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Well, not not quite on Broadway, but you know, uh, it was in stage. Queens. Yes, <laughs> it's always in Queens with yeah. Priscilla. Yeah. Um, no, it was. Uh, I, I've actually done a few shows since I moved out here. I was involved with Rock of Ages. I did Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. My last role that I performed was oh, Frankenfurter and Rocky Horror. Stop it! Oh yes, honey, she was on those six-inch heels. 
towering oh, all wow. over the place. Yeah, I can see that. You have kind of a, a Freddie Mercury, not Freddie Mercury. So I do have a Freddie, Freddie Mercury, Mercury but also you are a little bit of uh, what's Tim his name? Curry. Tim Curry. Yeah. Kind of the love child, so I'm here for that. No, yeah. for sure. You have a really big mouth. Yeah, exactly. And those were actually two of my obvious influences. That's why you probably got it. it. Where was that show? Skilled. I love that show. That was in Jersey Baby. Dirty oh, that, Jersey. That's where I grew Tom's up. River. Ooh. Oh, girl. But I have to give a shout out to Exit 82 Theater in Tom's River, New Jersey. They're like an amazing um, queer run nice. musical theater company. And they do amazing work for the community out there. And like, you know, it's not it's not the friendliest place in the world out there. No. But they are really doing the work to like make it a friendly place. Yeah, I know them. Tom's River well. Mm-hmm. I used to date a guy there when I was young, when I was a child. Oh, really? Yeah, and he used to um, live his, well, obviously Does he still live there? Oh, who knows? Ah! His name is Chuck. Okay. Charles, if you will. But mm. I, call, I call him a name Charles Chuckles. <laughs> his name is Charles, and he, I would drive from my house in New Jersey at the time, and I would drive, it would take me an hour to get there, and I would go there, like, we dated for, like, two months. He worked at Cost Cutters. Oh. And, wow. um, oh, no, no, he worked at the Red Wing Shoes. Oh. Pardon, at the time. Now I'm aging myself. <laughs> And we, I used to drive down there all the time and we used to like do it in his like bedroom like and like his parents would just be downstairs eating. And we were like young. We were like 18 or 19. Okay, sure. So um, I can forgive those conditions then because I feel like at a certain point you kind of age out of fucking people right. within your earshot of your parents. But yeah. when you're a teenager, you're like, you got to do what you got to do. For sure. <laughs> so um, that's my story about Tom's River. Then I have friends that live there. I think Nicole has a house there, doesn't she? I, she oh, she does. Yeah, my friend has my best friend Nicole has a short house there. Oh, cute. Yes, yeah, so I know. It's I know actually that. it's like a weird carnival type of a town. But well, you're not far. You're not it. too far from Asbury Park, which is I very do. queer. I love Asbury. Park. Me too. Yeah. I also used to fuck someone that were there, lived there. See, I did not. I do he, have friends that lived there, but I have not fucked anybody. I have. He was. Uh, I fucked many uh, many people. One was a professional wrestler named Vicious Vinny Delicious. Did he live up to his name? Yeah, and um, yeah. when I met him when I was like 18 years old, and I was um, and he was a bouncer at a straight club, so that was fun. You, you that was that fun. Yeah, club? no, I've I you know I love acting, and and that has always been my my major passion. But kind of one of the things that led to you know my gay bartender being born was. Um, Trying to find a way to turn my survival job, which is bartending, into yeah. entertainment like yeah. that people can actually digest. And so I was like, why don't I treat myself like I'm a Food Network host and started generating content. It started off as like a web series where I like... Uh, TikTok? TikTok, yeah. My Gay Bartender. I'm going on. Um, yeah, go check it out. She's she's a good time. There's a lot of factoids. People are into it. You know, it's a good time. And where do you... Let me look at this. Where do you shoot them from? I shoot them in my kitchen. Oh. In my kitchen, in my apartment in Washington Heights. Oh, there you are. Look how cute. Yeah, you know. Lots of videos. Yeah. Lots, lots of, of content. I'm going to play this one. Aperol Spitz, that's what we're drinking. Let's see if I made them right. Aperol, two ounces. Prosecco. Two-thirds of the way out. Club soda. Just a splash. And finish off with a little orange slice. So easy, so cute, and now we're drinking them right here in I know, life. but wait a second. So, like, how do you... I need to learn... Like, I'm not very savvy on TikTok, so I'm going to have you teach me how to do TikTok. Oh, sure. Now, do you... How do you make that sparkle so, happen? Okay, I, okay. I, I do cheat a little bit because okay. I am a little bit adept. I, I'm, I'm pretty... Pretty deft hand as a video editor. That means a good. That means good at it. Yeah, I've been, okay. it means I'm good at it. They and don't so, have that word where I'm from. <laughs> and so I, I actually shoot everything in one take, and then I go into iMovie and I edit it and and create all of the effects in there. Oh. Then import it back onto my phone and then upload it onto TikTok. It's just for me saves time. There are ways to edit videos in the app, but I, it is. That just, seems annoying. It's technology that I don't understand. So, so. I got, I found out some, through the grapevine that the Splice app was something I needed to get. So I got the Splice app 
Is that hard? I to haven't do? used it at all. Have you? How have you found it? Have it I, do I don't know. I mean, it's the only one I know how to do, and I think it's easier for me to do that. I mean, iMovie, like on the computer, you do it. Yeah, on, on the computer. And it's like, is it hard to find all like the, the the sparkles and transitions and stuff? It's all just kind of there. No, I mean, a lot of it is there. A lot of it has been a lot of trial and error through you know my own experience. Yeah, uh, but I've always had like an interest in video editing, so I found that this was a way to. Kind I, of yeah, I've been trying that. to do because like in my line of work. Um, it's something I have to do and like, well, and here's the thing. The weird thing about TikTok is that it's very like niche oriented. Yeah. So I think having something like a, a personality or a brand like my gay bartender, that's very specific. Like, you know, you're going to get a specific energy just through a name like that. Right. And so I think that has been part of what has drawn the following that it's been able to draw. But also it's like, I'm giving you like sassy, fun attitudes. Yes. Also, like actual bits of digestible information that You're you can like stuff. apply into your regular life. And so I think that was something that during the pandemic, a lot of people were just looking for ways to connect. We're yes. looking for ways to learn how to do things at home. I don't think TikTok would have blown up the way it was if it wasn't for the pandemic. I don't think so either. I mean, I... Everyone I, was home and they like needed something to do. Absolutely. Well, and, and I was really resistant to it, honestly, because I was like, I don't really... Like, I, I've worked on trying to get my gay bartender out on Instagram and it hasn't been nearly as successful yeah. as it has been on TikTok. But on TikTok, it was just like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Like, all of a sudden, people were like, on board. And I think it's good that you have, like, one thing that you're stuck into, and yeah. you do it consistently, and you're constantly right. doing it. It's hard, though, because, like, it's kind of, there's, there's such a thing as, like, content burnout. And this is yeah. something that I've kind of reached where I was doing, like, gaining a lot of traction and a lot of great followers and getting a lot of um, collaboration requests from great brands. And I, I yeah. got some really great opportunities and, you know, was making money through it and it was wonderful. But then it kind of got to a point where I was no longer making content because I enjoyed making content. I was making it because I was obligating myself yes. to do it. And so uh, that kind of led to me. And then on top of that, working in real life, bartending again this summer, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to give it a rest. I'm doing this in real life. And it's fun, though, because I pop in every now and again and I'll yeah. drop another video and everyone's like, it's so nice to see you. Where have you been? And um, it's also just nice to, like, kind of relieve yourself of some of that pressure. Like, yeah, that's uh, annoying to me because I, I I get in, like, these mood swings because I... um. I'm just like, I, I go like hot and cold all the time. Totally. So I like, I like trying to go off the radar a lot of times. And then it's like, I, like, I'm not really trying to build like anything. I'm just kind of sharing myself. And my problem is I can't stick to one thing. Like I do all different things. Right. And I think that's, that's the hard thing is that because sometimes one of those videos will hit and like, yeah. you'll get a ton of videos. And then they probably right? want the same stuff. Then they'll want the like same an stuff and then they'll go back and you're like, why? And I've posted a couple of videos that have strayed from bartending. Like I, there are videos of me as a kid singing Whitney Houston. There's yes. a couple of like musical theater clips that I incorporated. And like, no, we and want like, to get drunk. They don't really care. They yeah. like, we want to know how to make chamoy dip. And I'm yeah. like, okay. Like, <laughs> like yeah, you can't get into like hot Ooh, topics about like the Taliban or anything. They're like, yeah. oh, ma'am. And, then, <laughs> and, and another part of it was, you know, during Rona, especially I was going live and that's its own kind of weird thing where like people are literally just in their living room, like watching you. And I would just like go into my kitchen and like, let's make a drink together. And like, yeah. what should I use? And people would interact and like, that was great. Right. But then you start participating in real life and you're like, okay, like I don't need to make drinks in front of my, in yeah. front of my phone anymore. You know, yeah. I can make drinks Wait, so that TikTok, um, are you part of the creator fund? 
I have not joined the creator fund. I did. Is and that controversial? I think that's a little controversial. Well, then how do you, so you don't make money off these things I don't then. make, I, I make money uh, through collaboration, basically. Does so that mean That uh, means the companies, yeah, sort of, okay. like moral prostitution. Um, no, uh, I'll get like offers from companies to, they'll want to send me a product. They'll yeah, do you get free shit me, all the day? Do you get free shit I all the time? I do get free shit all the time. Some of it is well worth it. Some of it is still collecting dust in a closet in my apartment. And I literally so, just had to hide a case of Bud Light um, right before you got here because it's like the football season. Bud Light's been very I, nice to me. I love Bud Light. Yeah. Oh, I can bring some out for you. Um, <laughs> so I'll show you the creator phone. We're going through my phone now. Now, this could be you. Hold on. Creator tools. Um, TikTok creator fund. Are you ready for the grand total? Of yes. Are you ready? <laughs> I've made oh, $11.18. Baby. So this could be That's you. It. That could be me. It could be me. I Look, I, here's the thing. There are all kinds. There's like a wide array of ways that I've been compensated for like collaborations. Yeah. Some of it has been like a product trade where people are like, I just want you to feature or review my product. Right. And, and, and if it's something that I really want, I'll be like, yeah, send me a bottle. I'll be happy to yeah. like pimp it out. Other cases, it might be something that I don't really care about, or right. it might be like an artist. But like, uh, you know, I set a, like I set a bar for myself, like that I'm at least making one hundred and fifty dollars to make a TikTok video. If I if it's not some a so, how do you make that money? Like from oh, because someone will send you the money to, to make yeah. the video. Yeah, they'll send me money to make the video. Like who? Like like a liquor sponsor? I recently did a collaboration with um, Gogurt Squirts, Miranda Lambert. Wait, so what did Miranda Lambert want from you? So Miranda Lambert was working with a, a an agency here in New York City that like oh. collab that basically connects artists or personalities with um, LGBTQIA plus TikTok was it during Pride? influencers. Uh no, it was after Pride. Okay, so good. that was that was, you know, there were a lot of Pride collaboration. I that's when I kind of got burnt out because yeah. I was like, okay, this is a little bit of overload. But um you know, this company reached out and said, we're, you know, we're representing Miranda Lambert and we would love for you to make a cocktail inspired by her song Tequila Does, Ooh. which had a remix music video that dropped. And she, I guess, has a gay brother. And oh. so as a like cis white blonde right. country star dropped a music video to right. the song Tequila Does that was like totally celebrating the queer community. That's and nice of for her. that for a person in that like area of the industry, right. that's kind of a risky thing to do. And right. so I was like, you know what? I can give like mad respect to that. And so I made up a, a cocktail called the Tequila Miranda. What was and, in it? Um, it was Aperol, yep. <laughs> watermelon, have that. tequila, and Prosecco. A watermelon tequila? No, watermelon. I muddled fresh watermelon into it. Oh. And there was tequila, Aperol, and then you strain it and then do Prosecco. Did she watch the video? She did. And she commented Stop. on it. Yeah. She gave me three applause emojis get a girl um, yeah and so that was that was lovely how nice um, yeah so Miranda. there's there's been all kinds of like fun opportunity and stuff like that but um yeah it's just it is a weird beast and yeah. it's like i think it's it's totally um a good thing and a normal thing to honor your instinct to not want to create when you don't feel like creating oh and, um and it's it can be hard because it, and there are times when it's appropriate to like push through right and just like even though it doesn't feel right you just like have to get over your creative block but i think it's really important to like honor that also and like not always engage in content or collaborations that don't like that you don't feel passionately about. Right. Like I've turned started turning down a lot of collaborations 
because oh, I'm pardon. just like I'm not interested in doing this. I, yeah. this is not something I want to put. Well, my when time you get into. to your level, you can pick and choose what you want now. Kind of, yeah, my level. Yeah, yeah. I'm just in the upper echelons of the upper echelonism. <laughs> I have to tell you, it's a weird ass place, man. No, I, I joined. It, I, was, I was talking. I was talking off camera earlier to you about TikTok. No, I originally joined because I knew that there was dick prints on the internet with gray sweatpants. Were yeah, I mean, look, the thirst well, now traps. I follow you. The thirst traps are serious on on Instagram and like. Not Instagram. TikTok. Well, both, really. Yeah. They're rampant. But on TikTok, it's interesting because you can also, like, train your algorithm away from that. So if you don't, like, engage with those posts right. and, like, it starts bringing other stuff up. It's, like, weird how specific the algorithm it's gets. It's so crazy. On your For You page because I'll get things that come up and I'm like, I don't know how you know that I wanted to watch this. Yeah. But this is exactly what I wanted to watch. I know. Well, the phones always listen to you. Yeah. Well, Alexa's, she's here. She's, oh, she's going to start wearing out. Oh, sorry, girl. Now, okay. So what for <laughs> so the bartender... <laughs> Do you, what was like the most annoying thing um, that happens to the bartender? Are straight girls the most annoying? That's my, that's, uh, my, that's, that's my audience, by the way, so. I mean, tread, tread, there's, tread lightly. there are a lot of things. Um, you know, especially. Make me something sweet, make, but like, not strong. Like not knowing specifically what you want. Like you need to give your bartender some parameters. Yes. Don't just tell them whatever you want. Yeah. Because you're going to end up getting something that you don't like. Did you ever, um, wait, I'm, 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 I'm uh, what am I? I have a uh, trouble paying attention. Have you? Do you know? Do you, have you ever had to make an angel shot? Um, no, but I am familiar with angel shots, and so I know girls, that that's something that has been kind of. Can you tell my my girls my, my girls what that is and so why to use it? Angel shots are basically it's like a code that you can use with a bartender, yeah. to indicate that you are in danger or uncomfortable in some right. way. Now there are I know that there are three delineations of it. You can order it neat. You can order it on the rocks, or you can order it with lime. With lime, and they all have different delineations. Of I would order the wrong one. Yeah, and I think that's where things get a little <laughs> bit muddy for me. Like truly, though, because like especially one of the, if a girl's in distress, like she's not going to fucking yeah. know what a lime is or so, what the ice. So I bet she's trying to he's trying to take me home, and I don't want to go. Yeah, and like they're supposed to mean like, oh, I'm in danger, or like they each have like different. Or if you need it, no, I know what it is. Let's look it, it up. The angel shot is a special kind of drink, or that alerts staff at that guest feels uncomfortable and he assists in context warning. This is post. I can't read that. But um, it says, neat or straight up indicates the bartender or server that the guest needs an escort to their car. So it wouldn't happen in New York. I'm going to scream it to send it to you so you don't uh, call the police right. on a girl that just needs a ride. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, on ice or with ice indicates that the bartender or server that the guest needs to them to call them a taxi or Lyft or an Uber. So you can use this on yourself, too. You don't have to be getting uh, touched by a boy. You can be, like, literally fucked up and, like, no, bitch, I can't drive. Or, like, all right, gotta but get like, out of here. If you're Just that fucked up, me, are you going to remember all this information no. when you're that fucked no. up? I didn't think so. Or, like, if, but, I, hey. if my friend's annoying me, I'm like, get me the fuck out of here. Um, I'll be like, oh, can I have an angel on ice? I was like, call me an Uber. Now, do you have to pay for the Uber? Do you think... Would you like if someone See, said that to you, Mother Uber? Would you pay for their Uber just to feel safe and then say, um, do a good Samaritan? No, I'd probably call them a taxi. Yeah, because then I don't have to deal with the payment. Right, <laughs> and then with lime or a twist, indicates that the bartender or server that the guest needs them to call the police. Um, and I definitely would fuck this up. If I was, if I, was. I, yeah, well, and I, I don't know. I also, this seems to be information that is permeated through specific like social media mediums. Um, and I don't know that like everybody is always aware. Like there are tons of bartenders who, if you went up to them and asked Hell them for yeah. an angel shot, are not going to know what the fuck you're talking about. They're like, "Ma'am, we don't so, have any of this. It looks like you've had enough. Get like, the fuck yeah, out." Yeah, exactly. So get her out of here. So I mean, get her in the back of your again, car. And not to knock the idea, I think the idea is a great idea, but like, there's so much margin for error that it's like, <laughs> I'm get the fuck out. Like, 
I'm curious to know how many people have like walked up and asked for an angel shot and have been like completely Stop! fucked over from it. Oh I don't God. know. And the, and the girl's like, you know, I'm like, wait, an angel and shot? I was like, no, I don't know. And the lady, the, the bartender's like, we don't have anything like that here. <laughs> we got Bud, Bud Light. Um, we got Jameson. Yeah, Aperol spritzes. <laughs> and the tequila does. <laughs> and that's yep, it. The remix, though. The remix. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, ladies, if you're ever in a, in a hurry, I'm in, in a need for something, order an angel shop, but make sure you, the bartender knows what it is. Just keep winking until they get the idea. Yeah, wink, wink. Pretend I'm a bartender. I like to do this, too, because I love, my favorite drink is, I love the Negroni. Oh, great. Yeah. Classic. I love a Negroni. Love Negronis. I love Mezcal. I love smoky. I love a Mezcal Negroni. I love smoky. Um, I love bitter. Yes. I love, I, I, I mean, I could take a hint of sweet. Like, this is like the sweetest I'll probably go sure. as a drink. Um, normally. I'm sweet enough. Okay. I got, I, I got too much sugar in my tank, if you know what I mean. And I'm not just talking about diabetes. Okay. <laughs> um, so I always um, like something a little bit smoky, maybe a, a little tart, something like that. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you to make me, I'm going to tell my favorite. I love tequila. I love mezcal. I love citrus. I love all that. And I like um, strong things. What would you make me? I mean, my initial reaction is to make you a mezcal Negroni. Yes. Because that, like, I actually have been having a hard on for mezcal Negronis lately. Yes. And I love mezcal and I, yeah. I love Negronis, but like the, like I've had them in the past, but I don't know what it is lately. Right. I, I think I'm on a Campari kick lately because yes. the other day I was at a bar and I literally just ordered a Campari and soda. Yes. And I was like, am I 70? Am I better than <laughs> when, everyone else? When did this happen? Well, sometimes you just need that little, it's, they, they call it a digestif. So they, so it's, it's good, especially if you eat a lot. Or it's like, healthy. It's good for you. Yeah, it's like bitter and it just kind of sells your stomach. So yeah. I like that as well. Now, I've told a bartender recently um, the same kind of vibe and they came up with something so fun. I've been trying to remake it, but the, my liquor store never has the fucking things I need. It is tequila blanco. Mm-hmm. Um, Ancho Reyes Verde. Oh, green, I had this. The green I ancho, tasted this. Passion fruit liqueur. <sighs> bitch, when I tell you, and then there was like, you know, probably some citrus or something in it. Passion fruit This is shit jam. was so fucking, I'm so obsessed with passion fruit. I love passion fruit. Have you ever had Chinola? Yeah. It's a passion, it's like a passion fruit liqueur. That's what it is. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. the same it. one? The same the one? Rojas, oh um, Anchos Reyes. So Reyes. Yeah. That, and then, um. For something else, maybe like some special grapefruit. It was like tropical. It was it was uh kind of smoky from the um the pepper the liqueur. Ancho, yeah. It just was my favorite drink, and I still couldn't make it um to this day. But yeah, that's something I want to make someday. That sounds delicious. I know. Now you look like um exotic. Are you um are you Italian? Are you um Colombian? No, I'm not Colombian. <laughs> no, um, very, he's he's tall, dark, and handsome, and hairy. Tall, dark, handsome, a little bit furry. Uh, I am half Irish and I'm half Filipino. Oh, fun! Surprise! Yeah, I weirdly like in my family. Um, we were not super um, saturated with Filipino culture because. Yeah. My family came over here really, really early uh, in oh. comparison to a lot of other Filipino or half yeah. Filipino people that I meet my age. Um, you know, I'm like fourth generation and yeah. a lot of other Filipinos. Your dad's Filipino or your mom no, is? No, my mom is Filipino. My dad is Irish. Oh. Um, and so like 
there were not many food traditions that were really passed down in my family. Yeah. There was chicken adobo or pork adobo. Yum. Um, and Filipino then there's is, is, lumpia. For those who don't know, the Filipino cuisine is like a mix between three things. It's kind of... Um, it's definitely Asian and Cuban, Latino. Yeah, Spanish. Spanish. Spanish flair. But then with a little bit of island in it. Yeah. Also, there's a lot of like, it's, a, it's the cuisine is like quite soulful. Like it's lots a lot of, of like, breads. Lots of sweet breads. Lots of breads. Lots of like stewed meats, things that yeah. are cooked for a long time. Um, rice, of course. I mean, the big thing in, in my family was lumpia. What's which that? is basically like uh, a Filipino spring roll. Oh. Yeah. And like, you Come know, on, deep fry. I feel like every culture has its version of like a spring roll or like some, you know, ingredients wrapped inside a wrapper and fried. Right. Um, and so, you know, my family has its own way of doing it. And I know that every What's family in has their recipes. So in my family, we use ground beef or ground pork. Mm -hmm. We use shredded green beans and shredded carrots. And that's it. And, and, you know, a little bit of garlic, uh, garlic powder, some salt and pepper. I never had a shredded green um, bean. It's excellent. And then you wrap it up in these like really crispy, super thin, ultra thin little wrappers. You deep fry them or shallow fry them. And then um, it's served with... Uh, Whatchamacallit with uh, banana ketchup? apple cider. No, no oh. banana ketchup. Apple cider vinegar and a crushed clove of garlic and Yum! fresh cracked pepper. It's like, it's so good. Oh, I love that kind and of sauce. All, like when you marry, when you are a white person that marries into my family, yeah. you show up at the holidays and the first thing you say, where's the lumpia? Lumpia. Uh, it is like, we should have made lumpia today. Hook. I know we should have made lumpia. That's okay. But we're talking about hookups. Yes. We're and I didn't hook up with anybody who made me lumpia. That's exciting. <laughs> Wait, how fun. Yeah, so I love, I, you know, it's interesting, like, as I get older, like, because there was sort of, like, a dilution of my culture as I was growing up, like, on my Filipino side, I found that, like, myself becoming more and more curious in it yeah. as I become an adult. And, you know, I, I find the importance in it now uh, as an adult because it's just, it, like, it was kind of like a method of survival for my family. Like, we assimilate into the American way. Wait, like, so you told me do. that you took your mother's, that's your mother's maiden name, your last it name. It is my mother's What is your white name? Barry. So it'd be Adam Barry. So I, my, my. Are you related to, oh, what's, what's up? What's the drag queen that does Britney? Oh, Derek Barry. Derek Barry. No. Are you related to her, ma'am? No, but I am a Britney stan. Do you have brothers and sisters? I do. I'm the youngest of six. Oh my God. I know, baby. Um, They are all half siblings. So Not I'm the only product of my parents. Oh, good. Yeah, my, my mom. Do you other kids, other brothers and sisters resent you for that? Uh. <laughs> I am kind of the golden child. I mean, because, like, not only am <laughs> I the, the baby, baby yeah. but I'm also gay. So, yeah. you know, that also uh, kind of ups the ante for me. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I've, I've been an uncle since I was three years old. Stop. So, like, it's so funny because it even in this age bracket in my 30s, people are, like, having their first niece and nephew. And I'm like, girl. Like, yeah, old hat, there. girl. Like, I'm the, done that. I'm the auntie from the city who comes and, like, gives you alcohol. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. Are you dating now? I am, yes. I have a partner. He's wonderful. His name is Jonathan. Jonathan, your partner, Jonathan. How long, where'd you girls meet? Uh, we met actually through social media. From the bar, bartending? Uh, the gay bartending? bartending? No, because he actually has quite the social media following. Oh, yeah, you told me that. Yeah, what is if his you name? are a musical theater human being, uh, queen of any gender identity, um, you'll probably be interested in visiting Inappropriate Patty. And it's on, on Instagram? It's on Instagram and it's on TikTok. Um, How do you spell inappropriate? I. <laughs> Ma'am? I-N-A-P-P-R-I-N-A-P-P-I-A-T-E. Jonathan there Hoover? Jonathan Hoover. Okay, Look at him. Your boyfriend's last name is Hoover. Does he suck good dick I like mean, he definitely lives up okay, to good. his namesake. Because if that was my name, like, and I, as many guys as I've blown. He did not disappoint. <laughs> I remember Patty LuPone, she said, what would you do if Trump came to your 
Showed her. She goes, I wouldn't perform. She goes, Why are you not? Because she goes, I because I hate the motherfucker. How about that? Is yeah. She, yeah. She's an icon. She's literally an icon. Yes. Um. And so what's interesting about it is that I mean this has put him in contact with a number of like high profile Broadway stars. They love what he does. Yeah. Um. And it's been, I've been such like a proud partner, like watching his social media following grow. He always pushes me with my gay bartender. Yeah. We collaborate on a lot of our projects together. And so I think that's like one of the cornerstones of our relationship, like really thriving. And a lot of couples don't like to work, to be uh, be with someone in the same kind of biz. It's true. And honestly, this is the first time that I've dated another actor, specifically in musical theater. And so the the good thing is that we're very different people. And you get double costumes. Right. Well, true. I mean, honestly, most of the videos that you watch him post now are all things out of my closet because I have a, you know, I've got quite the disco closet at home. Oh, good. How exciting. So yeah, we we definitely collaborate on that and we have a lot of fun together. So So what um, we're going to be doing today is we're going to be talking about, not about Jonathan Hoover. We're going to be talking about a a spicy Italian boy. Yeah. A little, a little, a little Italiano nugget. Okay. So this show is called Coda Get In Your Pantry. So I definitely want to talk about the hookup story and I want to know what you made him. And now you made this issue, something you got at a restaurant. No, this is actually something that we made together. Oh. He actually taught me how to make this. So like even sexier. Very romantic, right? So wait, set, set it up. So, Where did you two meet? What's so, his name? Picture it, Sicily. Um, no, uh, so his name, uh, we come to find out, is Mikhail. 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 Um, or like you would say Michael in in America is what he told me. <laughs> and I said, no, your name is Mikhail. I'm gonna call you Mikhail. Mm. Um, but anyway, I met him on Grinder. Yes, I did. I was staying in the city for um, Christmas. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, you know what? How no, long ago was this? This was maybe like six years ago. <laughs> so, you know, a couple years into my, my being here in New York. Uh, and so I, you know, no one wants to be alone for the holidays. So right. Because oh, your, your family was back home in... In California. Well, California. and I have, you know, six siblings that are, you know, all over the place. I'll take the garbage. Thanks. Um, I have six siblings that are all over the place who have kids of their own. And so, like, Christmas has kind of become a very scattered event. Right. And so I, I, I like to stay in the city. There's something magical about New York in the holidays, I think. Yeah, for sure. Um, and anyway, so I, I found this guy. Uh, on Grindr. What was his picture of? Was it, uh, was it, was it just it was his chest? Oh, he had his face. I, I, I have a pretty discerning palette. So I always try to make sure that. You have a face pick. Uh, yeah. And at the time, when you're looking, was it nighttime? Was it daytime? Were you looking for like straight up dick or were you looking, you didn't really care what you got? I didn't day? really care what I got. I was just kind of like looking for somebody who was, you know, willing to hang out on Christmas, which is, you know, not always. This like, was the day, this is Christmas day? Like Christmas Eve into Christmas day. So what time? So this is the nighttime on Christmas Eve? This was probably during the day that we started talking mm-hmm. um, and chatting back and forth and like, you know, trading pictures, whatever, talking about what we're into, what we're looking for. Did you send a whole pick first? Uh, no, I don't really have any whole picks. Same. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, <laughs> did he send? Did he send? Did you send nude photos? Uh, I'm sure there were some suggestive photos, but nothing like probably just I mean, your bush. I don't think that or this, a butt cheek. this was also remember that this was also like pre prep, and so right. the the really like piggy stuff hadn't become super mainstream yet. Right, um, and so he wasn't. Yeah, no, I, I don't think he. And you know, and wait for my listeners, my straight girl listeners. Prep is um, a medicine that the gays take, so they um, have less likely chance of contracting HIV. It's true. 
And it's excellent. It was quite revolutionary for our community. So. Yeah, my straight girls don't know about this. I literally had 95% straight people. The other oh, two, wow. the other one is my father and, and Blair. Wow, I don't relate. Well, um, how we now have all these queers on my show? The gay community will start coming out the woodwork. Well, look, that's, what, that's what we're here. You got you got another one here right now. Um, oh. So anyway, he we agreed to hang out and spend the night or whatever. And um, the first night of meeting. Yeah. So where did you guys meet? Oh, baby, I was aggressive. Oh, he came to my place because my roommates were out of town. So he came to your place. What no, time did he come home? Or what did you have planned for the day? Did you plan on getting a dick first and then? No, no. Having it was a kiki? Like, I, I like to have a kiki first and then, Same. you know, if it goes, if it gets to the dick, then it gets to the dick. Yes. Um, That's how this podcast you got, works. You gotta, yeah, exactly. You gotta kind of <laughs> earn that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so far, I got a pot of oil. I got a pot of water boiling. Yep. We've toasted some walnuts. We have about a cup of walnuts that we just toasted in a dry pan so they get nice and nutty. You should be toasting your nuts, everyone. Sounds if you're not, you're not getting the full um, flavor of the nuts. Raw nuts are kind of like bitter. These make it creamy and good. Yeah, so we toasted nut. our nuts just in a dry pan so you start smelling fragrant and then you take them out. We've also shredded about a cup and a half of yeah. um, freshly grated Parmigiano Reggiano cheese. Grate it yourself, because the other the powdered stuff, don't get a can of craft for this recipe. Right. There's minimal ingredients with this recipe, and like Mama always says, um, if you're not using a lot of ingredients, use the best quality ingredients so every because they're gonna shine, you're gonna see it, and Absolutely. you're gonna taste it. Well, and I have to say, you know, in this dish, so when when Michaela came over yeah. to, for the initial hookup, and grant you this turned into like a kind of an epic tale, um, he actually taught me how to make pasta from scratch. Oh. Now I am not that bitch. So we're yes. using the fettuccine. Dry gorilla. Fettuccine. But he actually showed me how to make pasta. So you made pasta that night. Scratch. Yeah. So he he helped me like roll it out and cut it and and, and made it in this sauce. And she's like, you know, very simple, very traditional. Very traditional. And yeah, and so I was like, okay, great. Um uh, and it was just Did like, he tell you what to buy or you just had the stuff on hand? Uh, we went to the store together. Yeah, it was that kind Where of- Where in Italy I mean, is he I from? I guess this was really more of a date than a yeah. hookup, but like there was like, and he was like rolling spliffs the whole time. We were like smoking. Smoking your own kitchen. cigarettes? Yeah. It was just like, it was-, it was Where in Italy was he from? I don't know if we got that Okay. the conversation. <laughs> and now, uh, now he is missing, correct? So that's okay. <laughs> so that's the that's the tea though. Okay. This is the twist. Okay, seriously. Wait, can we let's get let's have a loose track. Let's do this. Wait, okay. So actually, right now we're gonna put this fettuccine. In okay, so the water. Gonna, I gotta salt that water. Hold on. Okay, because this is gonna take a hot second, and so we're gonna salt that water heavily, like the sea baby. Is that enough water? We don't want no bland pasta. Yeah, no, this is plenty. Right. I, I mean, we're just gonna put all this in. Yeah, all the whole thing. Okay, so. In we go. So we just put our pasta in our boiling water. We had the, we, had the, we, had the, we toasted our nuts. Yeah, baby. We had the, the Parmesan cheese shredded. Mm -hmm. And now what do we do next? Okay, so we're gonna take these nuts out of the pan and we're gonna chop them up. Like give them a nice, yeah, you uh, should I do those? I'm gonna give the pasta a little zhuzh, a little agitation. So you and Michaela go to the grocery store. So we go to the grocery store, we get these ingredients. Again, very simple, very traditional. And he teaches me how to make pasta from hand. Um, which was like an exciting thing for me, you know? I'm like a Food Network bitch. I love, I love getting in the kitchen. And yeah. so a man who can really like show me something new and exciting is gonna do it for me. And then again, he was like rolling us little, little like weed spliffs. And That's half a cigarette, half weed. Yeah. And it just felt very European. Um, now at this point, have you kissed or made out or touched at all? Oh yeah, I mean, that, that kind of in introduced itself 
uh, quite naturally. And just kissing, had, though. Just kissing until, you know, we had to have our meal first. And then, you know, we went back and... Well, you don't get don't fast forward. There's, there's. All right, ladies. Everyone, drop their panties. The hot stuff's about to begin. Oh my god! Start gently playing with your nipples. Mm. Um, Actually, it was really more romantic than anything else, which I think is kind of. The I like that too. No, it was exciting. I loved it. Um, and it, you know, and kind of getting back to what you had initially introduced. So, like, this went down. We had a great time. We were definitely like physically compatible, so that was great. Did you wear a little uh, fancy red outfit for Christmas? Uh, no fancy red outfit for Christmas. However, I did make him watch the Rockettes Christmas Spectacular the day of Christmas. How long had he been in been in the U.S. since? Um, oh it's God, a I mean a few months. Okay. He was in. He was there for film school and had been like directing some music videos and shit, which I guess things were going pretty well for him. Oh. And you know, so we had this amazing hookup, had the amazing meal. I was like, oh my God, how romantic! This guy taught me how to make fucking pasta from scratch. How easy is that? Oh. Um, <laughs> and. Uh, you know, we we had a lovely time. We definitely connected physically. And then, you know, we saw each other a couple of times after that. And, you know, we were in touch on through social media and text message and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, life took me in other directions and we kind of fell out of contact. But I have tried to look this guy up just to see, like, what yeah. happened to him. You Should know? we text him now? <laughs> I mean, I kind of want to. Um, but actually, I wonder if his number is still on my phone. Wouldn't it be funny if this entire time I've been looking for him and he has the same number? You never tried um, to text him? I don't think I did. Do I you want to get you a rag for your, for sweating? Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. We're adding a little extra seasoning to this, just au naturel. So, so far we have tossed, we, <laughs> so far we chopped the nuts, <sighs> we got the cheese done, and I think this is going to come together quite quickly. Yeah. Now let's talk about more that night. So the first night. Yes. He slept over, obviously. He did. So after dinner, did you like, let, you were smoking spliffs? Were you drinking red wine? <laughs> we were drinking wine. And, uh, you know, it, it was just like one of those things where we were like hanging out in bed, like Nude. with the window open, like smoking. And just I love like, smoking. Yeah, just like. And you had butt sex the first discovering night? Discovering each other's energy. No, we didn't. We actually didn't even get to full, complete, penetrative butt sex. Did he just So that's kind face? of part of the, again, part of the mystery of him disappearing like that is that like, you know. Was he uncut? I'll never know. Well, yeah. I mean, okay. it's from the Mediterranean. Are you uncut? Huh? No. Okay. Unfortunately. But yeah. you know what? That wasn't really, I didn't have an opinion. I was too young. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. You, you could have ordered an angel shot. I, <laughs> I should have. Yeah. Came out of the womb. Bam, excuse me. I need a taxi to get <laughs> yeah, away from to get away from the, the circumcision. Um, so our pasta's doing good. She's doing great. Um, and now we're gonna start sauteing a little bit of garlic in the same pan that we toasted our walnuts in. So the garlic's there. Oh, you need oil? Yeah, we can start heating that up and then I'll crack this open. So this dish is like super simple and it's just like a very basic. Now this is something that his his uh, his his parents would make back his in His grandmother, he said. I can't wait to make this. I never had anything with walnuts in pasta before. Yeah, it's surprisingly delightful. Um, and basically what we're gonna do is we're gonna saute some garlic in here in this olive oil. Uh -huh. We're gonna throw our walnuts in. Okay. And a little bit of our uh, whole milk cook it for a little while and melt some Parmesan cheese into it. Then we're gonna finish cooking the pasta actually inside. Right. Uh, oh, and we're gonna add some thyme and all that good shit. Um, and then we're gonna finish cooking it in the sauce and uh, add a little pasta starch water to like- Yeah, get everything, everything glossy up. and thick. And gorgeous. I'm gonna set this aside. Yeah, put her aside. And then I'll get to this garlic. So now you 
when after Christmas Day happened, uh, Christmas Eve happened, he slept over again. You never. When did you? When did you leave? So yeah, I th- he. I think if, if memory serves me correctly, he actually came over the next night, and then he went off to go do his own thing, and then I invited him again that same night over the the next night, and he came over again. So we had like a little weekend rendezvous, sweet little Italiano. It was very romantic. It was very romantic, and like. You know, I was a fucking hot mess at the time, and like, yeah, you know, still getting my feet on the ground in New York City. How old was who were you guys? Oh God, I mean, I had to have been like thirty at the time. Thirty-one, thirty-one, maybe. He, oh, I mean, he was younger than me, like 20, oh, he was twenty-six, twenty-seven, maybe at the time. Mikael? And now I have no idea where this bitch is. I have no idea. Like, I don't even know. Like, is he alive? You're not good at stalking. Us. I would. No, I, I, you re- go do it right now. Where's my phone? Where is your phone? I'm getting it. <laughs> I'm going to find this man. You look it up. Well, I'm searching his name now. Now, if I'm going to do a quick Google search so right now. M-I-C-H-E-L-E is how it was spelled. M-I-C-H-E-L-E. Or is it Michael or is it Michelle? Is that him? No, that's definitely not him. Okay, that's not him. That's fabulous. I can't believe- You guys, it's hotter than a witch's titty. And it is open the window. We're all sweating. It's hot. Let's uh, throw these walnuts up in here. In the, in the, in the garlic? Yeah. Okay, we're going to garlic and oh, we got oh, garlic oil and nuts. So yeah, anyway, he doesn't exist anymore. I, I really, I, I have no answers. Was the sex good? Yeah. It was very, again, it was very, like, there's just something about... What did he European look like if you had to explain man. him? He was, like, short and quite slight and uh, had a really great smile and, like... Mm. Uh, I could say so he's just like, like very me. symmetrical. Like, a, is that weird? Like, I remember his face just being like a drawing. Oh, and he had a fancy accent. Yes, he did have a fancy accent that was very charming. Was he hairy or smooth? Uh, he was like a little fuzzy was. Fuzzy was he was. A bit. Did you eat his ass? Uh, yes, I did. Okay. Yeah. That was one of the first orders of business when I got to the bedroom situation. You know, I brought home a 22 year old the other day. Oh my God. Um, and I ate his ass. How was and it? He never called me again. Well, actually, I went soft in his mouth while he's performing fellatio on me. I see. I've so, been there. You know yeah. what? When you get to be a woman of a certain age. And then he never called me again. How rude. He stopped returning my calls. Well, you know what, though? At 22, he's 22. They don't know I was only the third guy he hooked up with. In, for but the I, day? I sucked his dick like a, like a, 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 a watermelon through a hose. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? What is it? A lemon through a. What's this? What's the old saying, everyone? Like a snake, a garden hose? Yeah. Like a like a watermelon through a yeah, garden no, that hose. Makes sense. That means there's lots of suction. I, I got it. Um, yeah, and he never called me again. This is called uh, getting ghosted. It's a very real problem these days. No, you never told him. We added the milk so far. We, oh, so, yeah. so we had garlic and oil in the pan. We added the walnuts and sauteed those down. Added about a, uh, about a cup of milk, and now he's going to go in with the Parmesan cheese. Yeah. And we're going to whisk this in, and that's going to be our sauce. And then we're going to mix the pasta. I'm so excited about this. I'm going to copy this and say I made it. I mean, right? It's pretty easy. All right. Now you want the sauce to reduce down a little bit. Our pasta is looking good. We can start taking that off. Yeah. And throwing and that let's, in. And, and now let's not, refer, let's not forget to reserve some of the starchy water. Oh, I'm not. I'm just going to pull it out and put it in there. Oh, okay. Gravy. Even better. So we're going to have transfer the pasta into... The sauce to finish cooking in the sauce, right? Right, correct. Yeah, have you ever made this recipe since Mikael left? I have not, so this is a bit of a shot in the dark. Are you getting horny? Um, it's feeling pretty good at the moment. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to eat my ass? Um, I don't know. I kind of want to eat this pasta first. Okay, fine. But we can see what happens after that. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys, we're going to plate this dish, and then we're going to head into the bedroom um, for Felicio Friday. Ew.
Okay, we're back. I'm a date. Your Aperol spits are delish. Mm -hmm. And we have our Christmas pasta. Christmas. Ass eating pasta. Grandma, rimming, spliff. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't smoke a spliff yet, but um, we'll this looks there. delicious. Let's try this now. Yeah, let's now, we did, now, we did just text Mikel and see, see if he writes back. <laughs> we did. And I'm excited about it. If he does, I'm going to lose I'm gonna my scream. mind. I'm going to scream. I'm going to throw, I'm throw the mind. pasta around the, on the floor. I'll lose my mind. Okay, right. let's see. Let's get into it. Mmm. Oh my god. Okay. Girl. Walnut? That's lit. It's so good. Okay, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little bit worried. No, it's really <laughs> fucking good. Like, so good. Wow. Oh my god. Mmm. Oh yeah. She's got layers, baby. I mean, I'm stealing this recipe. This is- No, you need to tell everybody it was Mikhail. Mikhail. Because maybe then- Let me find out. Maybe, maybe that'll help him bring awareness. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna He's start a search out. Missing Mikhail's? Um, this is everything you need. It's creamy, mm -hmm. it's fresh from mm -hmm. lemon zest, it's nutty, it's not heavy at all, it's just, it's so fragrant. Yeah, yeah. The, I feel like the thyme and the lemon really play nice together. Did he know what he's gonna make? He's like, oh, I know what I'll make, I know what I'll make. I, I, he was very casual about it, he, because, and I think because we went and bought so few ingredients, I was like, whatever, this fucker knows what he's doing. But I guess, this is another thing that we, I guess, could have looked up to figure out exactly more about him. Yeah. Is that, I guess this was traditional, like this particular ingredient combination was like, particular to, to his region, I guess, mm. of Italy. So maybe, we can figure out where they- do Oh, don't you worry, girl. I'm gonna find him this if, week. I mean, that's really gonna be the next like reality super series. I right? know. Finding Mikhail. Everyone thinks that walnuts are such a weird thing, so it's not, they're not the most popular nut. They really aren't. I actually used to hate walnuts as a kid. Yeah, because they're I would get a lot of bitter ones. And yeah. It's just, mm, mm, no, PTSD. But this is very pleasant. Well, I'm so sorry Mikhail's missing. Um, but if he, if he does turn up, we'll have to have him over next time. I feel like a mother who came on your show to like to find send the message out to find my child. Yeah, well, we're gonna find him. Trust me, between mm -hmm. me and the Crusaders. So I want to thank you so much for coming out to my house today, cooking. Thank sorry you for, for the, hot, the, the hot um, weather, and I'm sorry I didn't have an angel shot for you when um, the producer was coming at you. Look, if you can't stand the heat, get out the kitchen. I don't need no. That's right. Angel so shot. you can find my guest Adam on TikTok and Instagram at my guide bartender. Yeah, baby. And you can find Michael um, on a post, the post office on a picture with a wanted ad. Yeah, or on the side of a milk carton, probably. Yes. Well, thank you so much for coming over and joining. This was delicious. I can't wait to make it again. Yay! Thank you for having me. You're welcome. <laughs> Tune in next time on Kuna Get It in Your Pantry. And just like that, you heard a preview of my brand new show, Could I Get in Your Pantry? Make sure to follow Could I on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You're going to like what you see.